listening to the First Step Podcast with your host, Jalisa Jun. A new episode starts right now. I hope you guys enjoy the sound of the birds tripping near my window because they desperately want to be a part of my podcast. <laughs> anyway, what I want to talk to you guys about today is marketing. And many people think that marketing is only advertising. And worse yet, they view social media marketing as simply sharing posts about their offerings. The truth is, marketing is actually way more complex and has many diverse parts that all complement each other. There's this quote from Peter Ducker that perfectly sums up what marketing is. And I want to share it with you. He says, the aim of marketing is to make selling unnecessary. And I'm going to repeat that. So if you want to take notes or commit it to memory, now is the time to do so. The quote is, the aim of marketing is to make selling unnecessary. Everything we do in marketing for our products and services should result in the product or service essentially selling itself. Your target audience should be so convinced that your product or service is the best fit for their needs at that moment that they willingly pay for it. And that's the key. Are people willingly whipping out their credit cards? Are they lining up around the block to buy from you? Is your stock often sold out or your services booked? Do you receive numerous requests for more info and inquiries? I want you guys to understand that stuff like this doesn't happen by accident. Sometimes it can, but most times these things happen by design. Think about brands like Disney, Apple, the Kardashians, Oprah, Fendi, Versace. I mean, I could go on. Why do you think they are able to create such fandom for their products and services? It's because they've designed it that way. They've purposefully constructed marketing programs that work like machines to both deliver value and capture value from customers. And today, I want to explore this idea of creating fandom through marketing techniques and having products that sell themselves. During this episode, I'll be referencing Kylie Jenner and her company Kylie Cosmetics to help bring some of my points home. But before we dive into all that, you know the drill. Take a screenshot of this episode, tag me on Instagram, and let everyone know you're listening to The First Step with Julissa John. And then, let's go. So if you don't know who Kylie Jenner is, let me just quickly give you the Cliff Notes version, okay? Kylie Jenner is the youngest sister in the Kardashian clan. Kardashian clan, keeping up with the Kardashians, her big sister is Kim Kardashian. If you don't know who that is, you probably don't watch E! and you probably live under a rock, right? So she's the youngest sister in the Kardashian clan. She's 23 years old. Her dad is not Robert Kardashian, but her sisters are the Kardashians. And so, you know, she's associated. So people call her one of the Kardashians. Nevertheless, she is a socialite, a social media personality. She did some modeling in her teens. And now she is a businesswoman, a badass businesswoman at that. Kylie Jenner, a few years ago, was named by Forbes magazine the youngest self-made billionaire billion billion billionaire in 
history all because of Kylie Cosmetics and how successful that company has been. Now, I want to use Kylie, Co Kylie Cosmetics and Kylie Jenna as a case study for this episode because I have been paying very close attention to Kylie Jenna since she first launched Kylie Cosmetics. And aside from me just having a really good appreciation for the way she runs her business, there's certain things that I've noticed and I guess I've learned and I've picked up from her that I've also adopted in my own businesses as well. So some of the things that she does, like her strategies, I've like tried to do those things for Saint Hada and I found success. So I feel very confident today in sharing these things with you guys because I know that it, you know, like the chances of these things working for you if you were to duplicate them in your own business would be high okay so I have about three or four things I want to touch on three or four points I want to touch on and the first thing I want to talk about well before I even get to the first thing um I want to mention that Kylie Jenna and Kylie Cosmetics is someone I teach in my Instagram bootcamp. Like I teach my students to pay attention to her. We study her Instagram strategy. And yeah, I use her all the time. So like when I tell you guys, Kylie Cosmetics, Kylie Jenna, the way she's running her business, you have to take notes. And I hope you guys take notes during this podcast. Because you too could become a billionaire, <laughs> a billionaire or even a millionaire from, you know, adopting some of her strategies. And like I said in the intro of this podcast, successful brands don't happen by accident. I mean, it is possible to have a business and it becomes successful um, without doing all of these things. But most of the time, guys, like 99.9% .9 of the times, successful brands are made. They're designed that way, right? Everything is aligned to achieve success, right? Nothing is left to happen by chance or by accident, right? So first thing I want to talk about is personal branding. Yes, King? All your damn toys not working properly? What did I tell you about saying damn? Now, why aren't your damn toys working properly? Because you're not hooking on the tire. No, because you keep throwing them around. And I've told you a million times, do not throw your toys around. Take better care of your toys. Have I not told you these things? No. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, well, I'm recording my podcast, so I can't deal with your damn toys right now. Okay? I'm recording my podcast. Can you please just give me a minute? I'm recording my podcast. I use it to record my podcast. Okay, goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Close my door properly, please. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, back to what I was saying. First things first, personal branding. 
we have to talk about personal branding when we're talking about Kylie Jenner and Kylie Cosmetics because it goes hand in hand. Kylie Jenner is the face of her brand, Kylie Cosmetics, as well as Kylie Skin. I mean, even her sister, Kim. Kim is also the face of her brands. She's the face of Skims. She's the face of KKW Fragrances and Kim, I don't know what her makeup line is called. Kim, Kim Kardashian Cosmetics, whatever it is. She's also the face of her businesses as well. And even Rihanna, like think about Rihanna guys. Rihanna is the face of Fenty Beauty. She's the face of Savage X Fenty. She's the face of Fenty, which is her luxury fashion label. And other examples of celebrities being the face of their brands include Gwyneth Paltrow, include Jessica Alba and her Honest Company where she sells Pampas and baby products and Oprah. Did I say Oprah? I don't know if I said Oprah, but Oprah is also the face of Oprah Magazine, of, of her own television station. Like Oprah puts her face on everything right and because of this i think it's really important for me to spend some time explaining to you guys why personal branding is important so if i were to start at the very beginning at like the topmost level of reasons as to why personal branding or building a personal brand is important it's because people buy from people they know, like, and trust. And I know you guys have probably heard that a million times from every single social media marketing person, guru, and coach on the internet. You've read it in books. You've heard it on YouTube videos and other podcasts. And it's because it's true. People buy from people. Sometimes people buy from brands. For example, Gucci, Versace. You know, we buy from the brands because what the brands represent in society and culture, etc., etc. But the majority of the time, people buy from people and they buy from people they know either through TV. So because the Kardashians had this show Keeping Up with the Kardashians, so many people around the world feel like we know them, right? We've seen their lives you know, basically unfold before us on television. It's the same thing with Oprah. Oprah had her own show and that is how, you know, that was the window that led to people knowing more about her. Rihanna. People know Rihanna through listening to her music, you know, watching documentaries about her, etc, etc. And that is how it works, guys. Guys, so we know these people because we've had windows into their lives. By the way, Instagram is a platform you can use to give your potential customers a window into your life by showing up as yourself, by being authentic, by letting people learn about you, duh, you're building that no factor already. You can tick that off your list, right? People buy from people they like. It's highly unlikely that someone would support a brand or a company or a celebrity. Okay, think about it this way. 
Would you listen to music from someone you don't like? No, right? If you don't like a song, you're not going to go on YouTube and search for that song, right? So it's the same thing. You only buy from people you like. You only buy from companies you like. You support entrepreneurs you like. You listen to music you like. You watch television shows that you like. It's the same thing with business. People buy from people they trust. And trust, oh my God, it's something that would like definitely need its own episode (laughs) i could dedicate an entire episode just to talk about different ways you can build trust but one of the easiest ways to build trust is to show your face so by putting yourself out there right being the face of your brand by being consistent by engaging with your audience you're building trust right showing up posting content posting content consistently hopping on stories hopping on live streams you're building trust the more people see you the more they trust you right so that's personal branding and kylie jenna understands that there are millions of people around the world who've looked at keeping up with the kardashians who know her family's name and they want to be like her family she knows that people idolize her family they idolize that kardashian name and so when she started her business she was very smart in you know making sure that everyone knew that she was the owner there are lots of celebrities guys who start businesses and no one knows that they're the owners, right? For example, Nas. Nas, did you know, and I don't want to get this wrong, Nas invests in lots of companies and you would not know that he's an investor or part owner of these companies unless you really know about like business or you do your research. I think Nas, by the way, Nas is a rapper. If you're listening to this and you're wondering who the hell is Nas, Nas is a rapper. Um... He sings very conscious music. Awesome. Go listen to him. Look him up on YouTube. Um, Nas is an investor or was one of the first investors in Ring Doorbell, I believe, and some other companies that are now worth billions. So there are people who don't show up as the face of their brand. They're not the ambassadors for their brand, right? They like to be behind the scenes and that's totally okay. But we're talking about the people who are the ambassadors, who are the face of their brands. And they do that because they know that people want to be like them. Well, at least Kylie Jenner does that, right? Um, And so a big part of why her business is successful is because she's able to leverage that fame that her family already has, right? And that's why the name of her company is named after herself. It's called Kylie Cosmetics, right? She is on all of the packaging. She is on all of the billboards and the promo. And, you know, when a new collection launches, she is there showing you the swatches. She is there explaining to you the story behind each collection and the ingredients that go into it and everything, right? 
And that's because she's building a personal brand, leveraging her family name, leveraging her fame that she already has. Now, how does this relate to you? Well, if you're listening to this, what I want you to get is that it's super important for you to build your personal brand, especially since we're in the era of social media, right? You may not be a celebrity, you may not be associated to any celebrities, but remember, people buy from people they know, like, and trust. And the reason I love social media is because it kind of leveled the playing field. So people are no longer only buying from celebrities or only buying from luxury brands that, you know, have existed for a really long time. People are also buying from small businesses run by people like you and me, right? And the only way to stand out is to build a personal brand these days, especially if you're building a, like, especially if you're bootstrapping. Now, if you don't know what bootstrapping is, bootstrapping, in a nutshell, is basically launching a business, getting it off the ground, and using techniques that are either free or like cost effective, right? So this is an example of bootstrapping by you listening to this podcast episode right now of me basically breaking down Kylie Jenna's strategy. You're learning ways or things that you can implement in your own business for free, right? So you can increase your chances of becoming successful. So that's bootstrapping, right? So yeah. Back to what I was saying, super important guys, to build a personal brand, to be the face of your brand because like I said time and time again in my Instagram content, in my YouTube videos, probably even in my previous podcast episodes, no one knows more about your business than you. There is no influencer, there is no celebrity who you can hire to be the face of your brand, who will know more about the ins and outs of your company. There's no one who can explain your processes or your products, you know, better than you. There's no one who could, you know, no one who can talk about your company's solutions and how you help customers better than the owner. And I mean, If you needed one reason, at least one reason, as to why you should be the face of your brand, it's because of that. It's because no one else would be able to do the job better than you. They could try, but it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same. I mean, just think about what Steve Jobs did for Apple, which is a company he co-founded, by the way. He was the face of Apple up until he died. And people still talk about Steve Jobs to this day because no one else can get up on that stage in Silicon Valley at the Apple Stadium and explain the thought processes that go behind each one of the products that Apple puts out year after year better than Steve Jobs, right? So it's the same thing for you guys. You got to be the face of your your businesses, right? 
the second point I want to make about Kylie Jenna's strategy for success is her packaging. From the moment Kylie Cosmetics launched, I think like five years ago, five, six years ago, has it been that long? Yeah, probably five, six years ago, Kylie Cosmetics launched. And um, from the moment it launched, there was this, you know, buzz about the packaging. Everyone was talking about how creative the packaging was. It was literally groundbreaking. And it caused a lot of brands to step their game up with packaging. And listen, one of the brands that was taking notes was me. And um, I realized that people were going crazy for the packaging. And they were so obsessed with the packaging, even more so than the actual product. And so I adopted this strategy in my own business for CNT Day Exchange. And I started investing in branded packaging for my products. I started putting my name on boxes. I started paying very close attention to the unboxing experience that users would have. By the way, I have an online store, you guys. My store is purely online. I don't have a brick and mortar store. So when people purchase from me, they get it delivered and you know they unbox it or they open up the envelope or whatever packaging it comes in and from looking at Kylie Jenner and Kylie Cosmetics I realized that the unboxing experience was something that consumers really looked forward to and was something that they based their purchase decision off of now this was five six years ago before people were paying like really, really um, close attention to their packaging. Nowadays, everyone is branding their packaging. Five, six years ago, people weren't doing that. You would buy something and it would just come in like a, a black bag or, you know, a, a envelope with nothing on it. But companies nowadays have realized that the consumers... They really enjoy that unboxing experience and they're going to great lengths to make sure that the unboxing, that the unboxing experience is something amazing, something that wows the consumers, right? Where I saw women's clothing, accessories, and jewelry that I've designed and curated. So yeah, all this to say that I started investing in packaging and wow, guys. The first time I posted my new boxes on Instagram, people were going crazy. People were sharing it. They were reposting it. That post got so many comments. I mean, days after, people were still messaging me about it. And they're like, do you know how many times I've just like stared at this picture? Because I'm obsessed with your packaging. And I would say that I did get an increase in sales. So right then and there, I proved my own theory. I mean, I was looking at Kylie Jenna and I had all of these theories as to, you know, why her things were blowing up or were becoming successful. But I applied one of the theories and it actually worked. So I was like, oh my God, yes, <laughs> I felt so good. And I mean, after that, it just, I just kept rolling out, you know, 
amazing packaging that people would love to unbox but also collect right and so I want to go to point number three because this takes me or leads me to point number three as to why Kylie Jenner and Kylie Cosmetics is so successful. Kylie releases multiple collections throughout the year around various themes. Now, yesterday, she actually released... When you're listening to this podcast, it's November 2020 (laughs) and it's the Christmas season, right? It's the holidays. Yesterday, she actually released a Grinch collection under Kylie Cosmetics and that was the first time I ever purchased anything from Kylie Cosmetics. I've always wanted to purchase things from Kylie Cosmetics but because I'm a marketer I know the game like I know all of the tactics I know all the strategies that she's using to make people want to buy her things right. So I've been able to like put off buying her products for a very very long time even though I've been loving it from the beginning but yesterday was my breaking point yesterday I couldn't take it anymore I had to get my hands on the Grinch collection and I can't wait to get my makeup here oh my god unbox it it's so 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 cute right so back to the point I was seeing collections Kylie Jenner releases multiple collections throughout the year around different themes right and when she does this the collections by the way are limited edition and let me tell you why this matters because scarcity when you have a business or in marketing it's really important for you to understand the concept of scarcity scarcity simply means that there's not enough for everyone right all of her 164 million followers are not going to be able to get their hands on every collection because she purposely makes limited amounts, right? And when you have scarcity, it makes people want your products even more. Scarcity is good for business. Scarcity helps you drive fandom helps people do crazy things to get their hands on your products. So, oh my God, rain just started falling. So I don't know how the audio of this podcast is going to sound, but I'm going to keep pushing through. And I hope you guys would forgive me because I mean, I don't have no control over the weather. You know, that's mother nature, right? So as I was saying about scarcity, right? Scarcity makes people want your products your services more when you're when like when you have a lot of product people are less inclined to purchase it right away because they know it's always going to be there but when you have limited quantities and you let people know hey this like after this date for example after the 25th of this month we're not making any more or you know when this collection sells out we're not restocking that lights a fire (laughs) that lights a fire under people's asses and gets them up they go to their purses or whatever they have their wallets and they whip out that credit card and they pay you right so scarcity is good 
And there's so many ways you can use scarcity in your business. Let's just say you offer services, so you don't sell a physical product, right? If you're hosting a workshop, or now it will be like a webinar or a Zoom call or something or some type of training, the way to create scarcity is to have a limited number of attendees. So if you're having a workshop, say, hey, I'm only opening up 10 spaces or I only, you know, can accommodate 25 people. So the first 25 people to sign up or register for this workshop and pay will be the 25 people who get to come. And let me tell you, people will move faster. If you're having a workshop and you leave the floor open, in a sense, to any number of people signing up, then guess what? People are going to be slow to act, right? So scarcity makes people act faster. And scarcity is actually one of the reasons as well that Kylie Jenner was able to become a billionaire so quickly. I think she became a billionaire two years after launching Kylie Cosmetics either a year or two years after launching Kylie Cosmetics, right? And it's because she releases these limited edition collections that is based off of scarcity. People want it more because there is less of it to go around, right? So think of, of ways. I know I gave you guys some examples of how to create scarcity, but think of some ways that you can create scarcity in your own business, right? If you're a hairdresser, hey, tell people, I'm only taking three clients a day or two clients a day. So the first two people to book are going to be the two people. Like you can't just walk into my salon and I'll do your hair. And I bet you guys, you're going to get a lot more signups, a lot more people wanting to have you do their hair. Or if you're a nail tech, you know, have an appointment system. And be very strict about it. Be very strict about the amount of spaces you open up. Right? Um, let me see if I could give you guys another example. I'm thinking about the businesses that follow me on Instagram and, you know, what tips I could give them. I know that there are a lot of people who sell, like, cupcakes and cookies and, you know, baked goods who follow me on Instagram. So, ways you can create scarcity is, duh, make less. <laughs> Make less of your product and let people know, hey, there are only like 10 dozen. So the first 10 people to order a, a dozen, they're going to be the ones who get it. I'm not making any more. Boom, bang. And, and that's it. Right? So let's move on to the last point I want to talk about today. And that is everything looks good on Kylie Jenner and on Kylie Cosmetics right? Her content is on point. The photos are on point. She does not hold back when it comes to creating quality content that is going to wow her audience and inspire them. And I'm using the word inspire because it's very important to understand why people come on Instagram in the first place. Instagram is a platform that people go to when they want to be inspired people love looking at pictures and dreaming about all, all of the possibilities you know 
they love looking at photos of people on vacation because it inspires them to want to go to those places one day, right? So how can your business use this? Well, make sure that everything looks damn good, especially if you're like you have a luxury brand or you're selling a premium product or service, right? If you're expensive, that's what I mean by premium. <laughs> if you know your things are expensive, everything has to look good. You know what I mean? You have to invest in good photography. And there are ways, like I'm not saying go hire a photographer if you can't afford to hire a photographer. Because for years, I have used my cell phone and I'm letting you guys know what cell phone I have. I have an iPhone. For years, I've used my phone to take content for my business. What you guys can actually do is go to Saint Hada on Instagram. It's at S-A-I-N-T underscore H-A-D-A-R. Scroll through that entire feed. Go all the way to the bottom. Look at the pictures. Those are pictures I took with my iPhone by myself. Back then, I did not even have a tripod. What I would do is I would stack up some books on a table and I would put my phone against it, put the timer on and take pictures of myself. I recently got a fancy Canon DSLR camera for my 25th birthday. So I've only had this camera for like about two years now and I don't even use it that often to take pictures for my businesses. I still, I love using my phone because it's, it's, it's faster, you know. With the DSLR, I have to set it up on a, a tripod. I have to put on the timer. I have to run into place. And then when I'm done taking the photos, I have to connect it to my iPad, transfer the photos either to my computer, and then transfer it to my phone. And it's just too much, right? So even though I have the fancy equipment, I still use my phone. So all this to say, you don't need a lot of theatrics. You don't need to hire a photographer um, in most cases, in some instances, like if your brand is really, really trying to be like luxury premium and you can afford to guys, yes, then I would say definitely hire a photographer. But most of you listening do not need to hire a photographer. You just need to learn how to take better photos using your phone. Seriously, right? You just need to learn how to find the light. Use natural light. You need to learn composition, you know, you need to learn placement and how to make proper flat lays and things like that. So go to University of YouTube. Go to YouTube and search how to take better photos using your phone, how to find the light, how to create better flat lays, right? Gather inspiration from accounts on Instagram or Google that inspire you and try to replicate images or make your images like that, right? Some of you don't even need to take photos because you're selling a service. What you can do is get Canva, which is a pretty, which is a pretty, I can't even talk right now. Canva is a pretty amazing tool, right? And um, Canva also has a free subscription. So yet another thing you don't need money for, <laughs> unless you want to go pro 
I mean, but to start out, you really don't need to have pro Canva. Just use the free Canva subscription service and you can create graphics. You can create content for your Instagram that looks good. Now, I want to say this because I know you guys are going to run and go to Canva and create something and you're going to be like, oh my God, this looks so ugly. But what I want to say is it will get better with time. When I first started to use Canva or design things for my businesses, do you guys think it looks good? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Everything looked crazy. But at the time, I thought it was beautiful, right? But you will get better over time. And what really helps is having inspiration, looking at other people's content or Googling you know, images or reading magazines and seeing the way people create their images or their graphics or their content yada yada right and using those things as inspiration for your design and i promise you the more you create the better your content will look on canva if you use ova or whatever design tool you use right so yeah let me just give you a summary of the four things we talked about we talked about personal branding. We talked about packaging. Guys, invest in packaging, right? And I want to give a shout out to Leandra C. Company. She's always listening to my podcast. I purchased a couple things from her and her packaging did not disappoint. The unboxing experience was really, really nice. I felt really bad in the end because I was like, oh my God, this packaging is so pretty, but I'm going to have to throw it away because, <laughs> you know, she had like those clear plastic bags and she had oh my god her her whole logo and everything the label was so pretty so shout out to leandra she knows what's up when it comes to packaging um third point collections have collections guys collections are really really great ways to introduce some fun into your business you could have christmas collections i've done christmas collections for saint hita and make them limited edition, right? Remember, the point of having collections is to create scarcity, right? You could have Christmas collections. You could have Easter collections. You could have summer collections. Or make it relevant to your, comp your company, your business. And then the fourth point is make sure that everything looks good. And like I said, all through this episode, these are things that I learned from paying attention to Kylie Jenner in particular and she sort of reinforced all of these things that I learned in school when I was studying marketing because when you go to school or when you study marketing they teach you about branding right but they don't really put an emphasis on how important these you know specific things are and so I had to learn in the real world outside of school what are the elements that are needed to make a brand successful? And I guess, you know, over time, you never know. Probably five, ten years from now, these things are not going to matter and it's going to be something else. So it's really important to keep yourself up to date with what consumers are responding to and what's happening in business, what's happening in the marketing space. And Pay attention to the tactics and strategies 
successful companies are using because those are things that you can also duplicate in your own business. Now, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a more casual episode. And if you did, don't forget to rate this podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave me a review now, Olya. Please, it's going to help me rank higher. Let's put Trinidad on the map. Trinidad and Tobago on the map. Let's keep my podcast climbing up the charts. Even though I have the number one podcast in Trinidad and Tobago under the business and entrepreneurship category, let's get the first stop with Jalisa Jun to the number one spot on Apple Podcasts internationally, right? Let's put some respect on our name, right? <laughs> and I need you guys' help to do that, right? So if you can, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Share this podcast with your friends. Take a screenshot. Tag me on Instagram. Let the whole world know that you're listening to The First Step with Julissa John. You've got all the goods. Now go out there and crush it. You just listened to The First Step podcast with Julissa John. Be sure to check the show notes for links to my social media accounts. And don't forget to share this episode with your friends. Thank you.